Are you seeking thrilling tales of adventure and superheroics? Do you crave the weekly drama of teenage hijinks and high school angst? Then don't miss the next issue of These Protean City Comics. This issue featuring... It's Puck, the Doom Trickster. You're not going to remember me. I'm Penance, and sometimes I can be a real witch. I'm Sokotoa, Master of Gadgetry and Geometry. Frequency, bringing the megahertz. I'm Alina. The rest is need to know. Now with our heroes assembled, let's turn the page on this issue of Protean City Comics. This is Volume 4, Holidayzed. Issue 1, A Snowball's Chance. On the cover... Frequency and Penance are dressed in formal wear on the snowy steps of the conference center. A snowball thrown by Sokotoa knocks Frequency's hat off while Puck and Alina giggle behind a snow fort nearby. A caption promises, Naughty or nice, they're all getting mice. This episode ties in a little bit with Volume 2 and Volume 3 just because we have both groups coming back together. And so we're going to do kind of a quick rundown of both of those things. In Volume 2, the two girls, uh, Penance and now Arcana, went into an alternate dimension through a Ouija board and met a very sexy hero named Fracture, uh, who revealed that they had a long-term relationship with Arcana in a bunch of different realities. It's a whole thing. We're not going to get too in-depth with that. However, what's more important is that the girls had a really big falling out and really left very angry with each other. Since then... We had Boys Night as well. Hashtag Boys Night. With that, they first fought Dr. DeVillis, a evil devil dude. They met Jack Chance, who is Puck's nemesis and also connected to the ancient old trickster. Sokotoa got... A number. Got a number. He got some digits. Uh, He got Striped Eagle's digits and... More importantly than that, maybe, Striped Eagle now has a Mark II that is running around. Then they all got together, and the four, the three boys and Striped Eagle got together to fight a giant dinosaur made out of stone, and were able to use Falcon resources and just destroyed it. And it felt really good and super heroic, until Puck discovered that it was all a huge setup by Falcon. Uh, Additionally... Additionally, spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, not everyone here at this table knows all this information. And additionally, another spoiler that I think is going to continue to blow minds is the asset no longer works for Falcon because after this all went down, he tendered his resignation. But we didn't see that. That We did not see that. That happened off screen. So the readers know it, but the characters do not. Oh, boy. What'd you tell us for? Because (laughs) he gives the context for the comic. Oh, man. Yeah. Gotta selectively forget things. What's important is just that things are really unbalanced right now. The government and groups that you're supposed to be able to trust are clearly messing with you specifically. There's discord within the group. And it's only going to get worse yeah. is really what things are looking like. Protean City is currently covered in just a tiny layer of fluffy, wonderful, flowing snow. It's not enough to cause major problems, but it's enough to make things look like a winter wonderland. We are going to start by zooming in on a big convention hall. The panel first shows just kind of a big overhead view with this soft snow covering. Uh, In the back, there's uh, Silver Sleet just jamming along in his snowmobile because this is, of course, his favorite season. But then the panel moves on to a huge convention hall that's decorated with all manner of both religious holiday and more secular holiday things. It's it's everything. They've really been very serious about including everybody, but also on decorating things to the nines. We get an outside shot that shows a bunch of people in very fancy suits and fancy dresses and some of the ones who are looking less comfortable in this are penance and frequency. Because there's a big sign up above the entrance that says, uh, 
Protean City Home for Outstanding Youth Winter Charity Gala. Frequency Penance, why don't the two of you tell me what did Lunar Lens manage to get you to be fancied up to? Like, what, what level of... There's Sky's the Limit, but what level of fancy did you accept? Frequency is wearing a button-down shirt. Okay. And uh, suspenders. Okay. And a bow tie. <laughs> um, and his hair is combed down, slicked down with probably a little bit too much hair gel. So it looks good, but if you were to touch it, it is crusty and solid like the hair of like a Lego figurine. Nice. And Penance? Um, She let me borrow one of her old gowns because she was very insistent on the fact that I needed to wear a gown. Yeah. Um, But it's old and kind of itchy because it was in mothballs and it definitely doesn't fit me correctly. So I keep constantly pulling on it um it's black at least that's nice um but i'm constantly fidgeting with it nothing feels comfortable and i can't wait to not be in it anymore yeah perfect uh so we get a couple of panels just kind of showing the two teens sort of looking awkward and out of place uh mostly taller adults kind of like squeezing past them and shaking hands and you know being totally businesslike and at home there are also, of course, the other uh, orphans that are at this gala as well. Uh, all but a couple of them have been brought along. There's probably one or two that just wouldn't be able to handle it. But Lunar Lens made the decision that the two of you, as two of the older kids, probably able to manage things relatively well. Uh, we get a panel that shows the two of you sitting at a table with a couple of other of the kids from Picoy. And I, I just want you to tell me a visible sign of what powers the kids have. Okay, so uh, one of the people sitting with us is, um, if they were a playbook, they'd be the transformed. Okay. Um, they are furry, and um, they they have black fur all over their bodies, and they don't like to, to go outside very often because it's kind of embarrassing. They draw a lot of attention to themselves. Um, they don't necessarily have crazy powers but they are very clearly non-ordinary so fluffy uh, <laughs> are they dressed up in any sort of way um they are also wearing a bow tie but Perfect. they don't have to wear anything else because they're covered in long fur fair we're we're sitting with a girl who's a few years younger than us but it's not a young child um okay i my my brain first went to like telekinetic powers but i don't want that to be too close to what arcana is doing but i'm just picturing kids with power sitting there just floating spoons in front of them yeah that's fine okay i'm that's like you know there's there are plenty of people that double up on powers that's okay and this is probably not someone who's going to be getting involved in the action not there'll be any action don't worry about it but uh so we have thanks for that you're welcome (laughs) Uh, so there's a, a panel that just shows the the stage, and there are a couple of people kind of of note up there. One of them is, of course, Lunar Lens, looking absolutely stunning in a very well-put-together uh, red dress. She's, you know, making sure that she's kind of a center of attention because she's going to be scooting in and helping the kids out if they start to get socially into trouble uh, because she sees everything. So as soon as things get too awkward, she's ready. Uh, the person hosting the event is Diane Sloan, the well-known uh, superhero from the Golden Generation uh, that was known as the Dilettante back in the day. Uh, she is extraordinarily wealthy, and that's her power. And don't mess with that. <laughs> and additionally up there is Hermosa Vida, who is mostly a Bronze Age hero. She is with Los Caballeros de, de Calle, and she is a plant empath. So she is a Afro-Latina woman who is uh, just dressed in just bright green dress. And it's a little reminiscent of her costume, but, you know, mostly she's there looking formal. She used to be uh, at Picoy. So she's like an important person to have at this kind of event. Uh, and so we just zoom in on our two heroes, though because you are more important than any of these NPCs. And uh, at this point, you have had a lot going on, but I'm going to assume that you've told each other at least a little bit of what has happened recently. Mm -hmm. So 
you can do you want to jump into like brief conversation or do you want me to hit you with like a specific question to hit i can give you a christmas present now okay is that okay sure so it's stupid don't laugh but i think it's i don't know i thought it was good uh oh okay and i just like hand you an envelope and inside the envelope is a handwritten coupon that's good for one favor or mischievous event. So if you get into hot shit and you need help, you can cash that in and I have to bail you out or I have to do something fun with you. Nice. Awesome. Th- thank you. Um, I've, I've, I've got something for you, but I I'm, I'm think I'm going to try giving it to the whole group all at once. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, if, if if you want, I can give it to you, but you, you can't tell anyone what it is. No, I won't. Yeah. And then at that point, thump, thump, thump on the microphone. And uh, Hermosa Vida stands up and starts going into a speech talking about how she was raised with this organization and how much good it does for the city. And it's a lot of talking that doesn't matter. So we're going to our other heroes. Uh, so I've got a question for you. Where would the three of you potentially be hanging out, given that you dodged the bullet of going to a dumb fancy event? Uh, we're not at the fancy event. No, you're not at the fancy event. Lucky you, you're oh. not an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> I am an Speak orphan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. Are we at your lighthouse? Uh, we could be. I mean, it could be, it could be lighthouse, it could be someone's house, it could be... Uh, Dynamite Jacks, like wherever you might be hanging out. I guess you are an orphan. I'm sorry, Alina. I yeah. forgot. Am I the only one with parents? I no. have parents. John has parents. <laughs> well, you do have parents, but they don't they're, remember you. They're absent. <laughs> and um, Alina has don't remember parents. You. If we're hanging no, out true. more oh, yeah. like as heroes, we'd probably be hanging out more in the lighthouse. But if we're just hanging out as like kids, probably more Dynamite Jacks. Okay. Somewhere else. Do you want to go with Dynamite Jacks? Just because it's a familiar yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. homey feel. Mm-hmm. We would have to be somewhere that is easy for Kalino to get outside. This is the first time he's seen snow and <laughs> is super into it. Oh my gosh. Then, then we're definitely not, not at, at the Dynam- lighthouse. Yeah. And you're not at the lighthouse. You're not at Dynamite no. Jacks. You are definitely hanging out in a park. Yeah. Perfect. Right? Like, that's got to be. Okay. Like, um, this is the first time he's going to throw a snowball, by the way. You know, like, he's, <laughs> he's that, into this. Yes. Uh, so. Oh my gosh, I'm excited because that never occurred to me. <laughs> so what acti- what winter activities do we get panels of Kalino doing? By himself enthusiastically while I, people I, yeah. watch. I'd love to grab <laughs> one from each of you. Like maybe like Puck give me one that involves Puck. Alina give me one that involves Alina. And then you can set one that's so, whatever you want. So you know when uh, you see those videos on YouTube of puppies that see snow and there's like two reactions right there's one where they're like not so sure yeah that's not kalino kalino is like if he if he could go on all fours and just like go Dive nuts in. he, he yeah. would he's a little too proud for that okay but he's just running through the snow like an idiot perfect <laughs> <laughs> um there's probably a panel of um, they're probably there's so the people like kids have built up some snow forts in the yeah. right in the park, and we get a, a shot of of John just standing, and he's got like a huge wad of snow on the side of his face, and he's just got this look on his face like this isn't funny, Sokotoa. Like, <laughs> I'm never gonna not get hit. <laughs> like you're cheating. Um. So. Uh, Alina is um, gripping the reins of an old-fashioned sled very tightly, and while Kalino takes a running jump and just dives onto the sled, and they go Amazing. sailing down the hill. Perfect. Uh, and so we're going to go ahead and start with a panel that's at the bottom of the hill, where, like you know, presumably this sled has crashed into something and. They're like all just scattered in the snow. And this is the first time that you've managed to get Kalino to stop running around excitedly since this intended moment. Actually, let's even say uh, it's right outside of Dynamite Jacks. So we still do get the nice wintry <laughs> look with like, you know, frost on the windows and stuff it's like probably, that. probably uh, there's like a soccer field across the street. Yeah, perfect. And so my assumption is that at this point that you've more or less told each other what's going on. 
and then we're like, hey, let's let's do some dumb, fun kid stuff. And now, you know, things are just feeling a little bit more serious now because because you've had kind of this moment of sort of joy and elation. And now you're sitting probably not in enough snow equipment in the snow and it's kind of cold and uh, a reminder that you're maybe not eight and teenagers bounce back very nicely, but do feel cold. So what's going on as you start thinking about what the others have told you? Did you tell the boys that uh, that you and Penance had kind of a tough... I, I, I don't think... Have you told them anything? It's occurring to me there's really, a lot of stuff that you might not have. I don't really tell them much of anything. Okay. And now that I know that uh, the asset is <laughs> in turmoil, a lot of stuff's up in the air. So okay. I feel like Alina just retreats into herself even further yeah. when she's stressed yeah. and till she's a tiny, 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 you know, black hole of stress. And <laughs> that sounds about right. I told Ben. Okay. And uh, did you all tell uh, any of the girls about what all went down with stuff? With everything? <clears throat> I probably would have. Okay. I also, Have you been talking about Striped Eagle? Oh, probably. Yeah. And like, but most of our, our fighting events would have been public knowledge anyway. That's true. That, that yeah. was on that cameras. That was so they would know of that regardless of whether we said anything. Okay. But knowing that the, the last fight with the dinosaur was set up, there's no way that Kalino didn't bring that up just to vent a little bit. Yeah. Because he feels very betrayed about by that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, does anybody have anything they want to like say in character before we move on or just do that as like little panel scene? I think I'll just say that I definitely came home and confided everything in Ben. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, so we've got kind of that little wintry scene and now we're back into the uh, big gala. Um, and we've got Hermosa Vida going and sitting down. The writer didn't want to write a full on speech. So they cut most of that out of the comic by doing that little interstitial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and as things are starting to begin again, there's abruptly a bunch of onomatopoeia down at the bottom of one of the panels that just has like... Uh, and immediately, Lunar Lens is standing up and she shouts out, Sage, get the children, get them out of the way. What do you do? I stand up and um, I think I just do that mom arm thing where the arms just come out and you start like hurting them into a direction. Like, okay, we're going to head towards this door. Okay. Come on, stay calm. Yeah. The, the kind of explosion sounds were coming from the front entrance. So we're going to go the other way. Okay. Evan Frequency, what are you doing? Um, I'm jumping up and looking towards the source of the noise, trying to see, is there something coming in? Or... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It sounds uh, mechanical. It sounds mechanical. The door to the center abruptly just explodes inwards. And there is just a sea of rodents and snakes. Well, not a sea of rodents and snakes, but like up to people's uh, oh. calves of rodents and snakes. A light flooding. A light flooding. Yeah. <laughs> Flash flooding. Uh, just starts moving into the room and people are panicking and screaming immediately. Um, the heroes up on stage have started to react as well. Uh Dilettante is nowhere to be seen because although she is relatively known in the superhero community, uh, she's not known in the public. Uh, Hermosa Vida is starting to like try to get into a position, but this isn't exactly her strong suit. And Lunar Lens is just like flying up higher in the room to see what is going on. Frequency, what are you doing? There's all these snakes and things coming at me. Yeah, tons of them. Um, I'm just trying to shake them off 
Okay. I, I don't like snakes. Yeah. They're, so yeah, they're they're Why like. Why did it have to be snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? Uh, they're getting they're and like they're getting everywhere. Like there's everybody is panicking and screaming, and the uh, from the door come five figures. Uh, five. Five. Oh God. None of these are known villains. For the most part, uh, none of them are big name. They're all a bunch of teenagers. But we have the wonderful editor's notes there to help us identify who they are. The one walking in front is a is a. He's probably about twenty years old or so. Uh, he's got kind of a scraggly sort of beard, and he's dressed in just rags and junk. Uh, and he is the verminister of fear. Uh, Behind him on his left is Reggie Mortis, a woman who is in this kind of long burial shroud and her hands are hanging down and there's just blood actively dripping from her hands. Uh, Next to her is someone, it's hard to kind of see who they are, uh, but they're all completely covered up with a hoodie and a scarf pulled up so the face is completely hidden. You can see two eyes that are kind of glowing through the scarf, uh, just bright, bright yellow, and they're identified as Fuse. Uh, on the other side is a uh, is a man with just uh, just pants on, despite the fact that it's very, very cold, uh, and his skin is just covered completely with blisters and just it's just dis- like it's Deadpool levels of gross looking skin that's just and like there's there's even a scent there's there's a stench of rotting burning flesh coming off of him he's burning man and next to him is a girl in intense punk rock clothes uh with snake hair and uh kind of a her face has sort of a craggy looking beak coming forward and she's identified as the rocketress teenagers right all of them are between the ages of probably 18 to 22 so they're a little older than you all are but uh none of them have been a huge problem to this city before and all of them are definitively weird looking uh and they bust in the door and uh Coming forward, the Verminister of Fear just kind of like spreads his arms and you can see that his arms are just covered in just like rat fur coming up and he's got it sticking up at weird angles. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, the entertainment has arrived. Um, I would like to roll to charge my burn. Okay. I'm going to need it. Sounds good. <laughs> I got an eight. Okay. So that means I get two. Did you add your conditions marked? Oh, no, I have two conditions marked. That's a 10. I got you. Thanks, GM. Okay, so I have three. Okay, so then I'm immediately going to... And can you remind us again what that looks like in the comic? Sure. So I'm charging my burn, so I sort of like stand there and focus my energy a la... Um, what did we say? It's it's from Guitar Hero. Your uh, Star power. Star power. I'm charging okay. my star power. Yeah. <laughs> um, Overdrive and rock band, but yeah. she said Guitar Hero. So. I only played Guitar Hero, so it's star power. All right, perfect. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glowing, I'm charging, and I'm going to and be- like hustling the kids out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I'm like please, like I'm like leave, get out, get out, get out, and I'm gonna set up um, a shield once okay. they're all out of the door over the door. Okay, so that they are safely outside, they are protected, but I'm staying inside. Are you waiting until? All of the fancy people and business people and investors are also outside or just once you get the kids out? I'm really only worried about the kids. I assumed that anybody that was not staying to help also left. Okay. Um, If you're still here by now, you're involved. Okay. So you're going to have to show show up. There's plenty of people like standing on tables or like with just legs pulled up. So we have innocence to protect, but I needed to get the kids out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And frequency, what are you up to? Um, I'm going to try emitting a shockwave of like sound, trying to knock back um, all the snakes and rodents and everything that it's okay, crawling cool. in. That sounds like you're unleashing your powers. I, I, I agree. 
Go ahead and roll plus freak. So I rolled a five. Okay. Uh, so you, you do, you send the shockwave uh, around you and like you're kind of like keeping them back. Uh, but you see that the adult heroes have started to react and are starting to like move forward. Uh, Lunar Lens is now flying down towards Penance to make sure that things are settled there. Uh, the dilettante is still nowhere to be seen. Uh, but Hermosa Vida has flung a couple of vines and has hurled herself forward towards where uh, where these people are coming in. And she lands and stands up, just like glowering at them, and starts to raise uh, plants up from the ground. And at that moment, the uh, Burning Man leaps forward and just wraps his arms around her. And smoke starts coming up, and we'd get a panel of her just screaming out in pain. Can I assess the situation and find out if fire is actually going to hurt him? Yeah, I think that if you're looking like how to win something tactically, you're assessing the situation. Okay, I just didn't want to assume that I knew. <laughs> so I got a 10. So you can ask too. What can I use to injure or incapacitate this blistered man? Heat probably won't do it. Uh, he's got plenty of heat already, mm-hmm. but he can. He doesn't have anything that specifically is like super durability other than that. Okay. Um, what here is the biggest threat? The biggest threat is either Fuse or Burning Man. Okay. Um, Fuse has been holding back and like kind of hiding a little, like staying back a little bit because once they activate their power, things escalate quickly. Uh, and Burning Man given a little bit of time and space, can also make things escalate a lot. Okay. And what here is in the greatest danger? Probably the thing that was in the greatest danger previously was the kids. Mm -hmm. You've got them outside. They should not stay in this building. However, right now, Hermosa Vida is. She is burning up quickly, and plant burns better than human. Okay, so I'm going to yell out to Frequency, call the team, and I'm going to run up and try to punch blistered guy right in the face. Okay, that sounds like you were directly engaged in a threat. It does, and that's not good, because I'm afraid, still from the last time. So, what's that plus? So that's plus danger. (laughs) Nothing. So I got a six. Okay. Uh, so we get a panel of, uh, of penance just like running up into the fight and getting ready to just strike and just crush this guy in the head when suddenly, uh, Reggie Mortis turns and grabs onto her head and she's just filled with vision after vision after vision of her death. And there is like a panel of her just screaming out, Mark afraid. If I'm you, already afraid. In that case, take a powerful blow. I should have used my burn, but I forgot. I just wanted to punch him in the face. Take a powerful blow. Oh, no. And roll low. But add your conditions. Oh, God. So I have a seven. Okay, on a seven, you choose, you lash out verbally. Provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to make the market condition. Uh, give ground, your opposition give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions. I'm gonna struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. All right. Um, Frequency. I'm calling in the team. Okay. So this is uh the the red protocol. Okay. It's just wired into the app that we communicate with. Um, what does it make it do? Basically I flip a switch and their phones instantly just start like, it's like a klaxon going like, okay, but not obnoxiously loud that it's just in their pocket. So, um, but it will automatically pop up with at least, um, the location of all of our phones. Yeah. Um, so they can see where they are and perfect. You know, I have it tied into Google maps, so it'll give them the fastest, you know, walking directions (laughs) to get there, but. 
They probably Go- don't need Google that. Google Maps now also has flying directions. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we have people who can't fly. Yeah. So. I think actually we have almost exclusively people who can't fly. Yeah. So- Sokotoa's phone pops up with the bus schedule. <laughs> Okay, excellent. Uh, for for the record, this is usually used for us to get to to get together somewhere. Yeah, it's not really. We haven't used it in an emergency before. So does it does it convey emergency or is it look like anything like it's it's not going to draw attention. Like if people are around, they're not going to be staring at you. So but, if I pull out my phone and look at it, am I getting the sense that like like oh no, there's a sale somewhere and we should all get together and like <laughs> get burgers? Or, no. Well, that like, is an it's, emergency. It's an, or like we want uh, this is holy crap! Like right now, red protocol. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so your phones all in, at the same time start going and pop up with a. Uh, with Google Map directions, I can mark my Doom track to use uh, an ability from any playbook at one time. Okay, and there's um, like 16 playbooks. I'm sure anything you come up with <laughs> isn't a playbook. The I, outsider flies. I was looking for um, like a group teleport. Okay, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. I think that that works for whatever power. Uh, if you try to use like major temporal things that yeah. make me keep track of time, then I won't do that. <laughs> well, can Puck do that on his own anyway? Because he's already a portal. Yeah, kinda... but I would be leaving you guys. Oh no, he... you you. So you can't bring us. With I you. I could. I won't. There's some consequences <laughs> oh, that we've okay. discussed. Right. Oh, that's right. It yeah. might be bad for you guys. It might be very bad. And so, in an in an absolute emergency, like we need to escape right now, kind of way, he might and probably would to save your lives, but. In a just normal, a normal emergency, he's not going to do that. Okay, so you're gonna mark a doom, mark a uh, on your doom clock in order to make a big portal to yeah. go through. What yeah, does that yeah. look like? Um, so it's not at all like his normal, um, yeah. his normal portaling because this is a different thing. He's like he's like messing around with the. Um, with the the like the powers of the universe, okay. you can kind of like because a lot of the like the a lot of the tricksters' powers are like reality manipulation based. Yeah, and so um, actually, a really good way to describe it is probably that he takes the little like summoning circle uh, that he usually like he can kind of like just like draw on things and draw a summoning circle, and yeah. um, which is how he summons uh, the the fairies. But he draws a big one, and it's sort of just like. In the snow, I imagine. In the snow, yeah, yeah. on the ground. And it kind of crumbles in and like, but and it's weird. It's like Inception-y stuff where like when you nice. look down, you're seeing like horizontal yeah. in the in the world. So like as you stepped over, you would kind of fall and at a 90 degree angle end up standing up. Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, and it's right into the middle of the, wherever they are, wherever frequency is. Oh, right in the middle. Yeah. Cool. Just yeah. Like, that's my intention. So yeah, so we get a big splash panel of the three of you like coming in from the snow. Um, are you in costumes or are you in your normal person get-ups? So Sokotoa always has his costume on underneath, as, okay. as is commonly known. Yeah. Um, so he, as he's stepping through, just kind of pulls the mask up over okay. and he's ready to go. He still has his, like he's basically just robing the rest of his just like, stuff yeah, and just like it. leaving it. Perfect. But um, he still is carrying his backpack, which he had the whole time. Okay. A la like Spider Man Homecoming yeah. kind of stuff, but yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spider Man has a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, can this be happening over the fold of the page? So yeah. going from oh one page gosh, to another, definitely. it like yeah. crosses into so like the left. You have it open. The yeah. left page is yeah. outside Dynamite Jacks, and you it, the image like crosses over onto the next page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that'd we, be look. We had a previous so cool. panel that shows the definitive drop off uh effect going on but yeah. definitely yeah let's that's um i imagine that puck kind of just like pull his costume out of like thin air yeah when he needs to okay so he just like makes a little portal thing and reaches out grabs the skull with the antlers puts it on yeah pulls over a hood and arcana i've got a mask cool she's <laughs> <laughs> probably a back pocket thing yeah all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my underwear. <laughs> Three seconds later, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so we get this big uh, splash page, um, and you're standing in vermin. Uh, and luckily, this happened very quickly because uh, things have clearly gone south at this point. Um, at this point, uh, the five of them have started to like kind of move around the room. 
and Rockatrice and Fuse are running towards the front stage where there is just, first off, there's tons and tons of wrapped presents and there's also a big lockbox that you know is filled with checks. So, heroes. Well, oh, and also, I mean, uh, we know that Reggie Mortis is holding on to Penance's head and filling her brain no, no. with images of her death. Oh. It's okay, I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I do um, first. And the Verminister of Pain is directing his vermin army, and the Burning Man is still just crushing and burning Hermosa Vida. Um... All right, I go straight for penance. Okay. Um, probably with a yelp. And um, I use a fire extinguisher and just start spraying and whacking alternatively <laughs> the burning man. Oh, the burning man has Hermosa Vida. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, this is like the, this is a ghost This person. is the brain guy. The Reggie Mortis. Reggie Mortis. Still, yeah. still, still gonna go with, gonna still, beat still him just senseless. coming right up. Fire extinguishers are effective against all villains. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck off my friend. And each of those is in a different panel. That sounds like directly engaging the threat. Yes. This is gonna go poorly. <laughs> what is that plus? Oh, that's plus danger. Oh, shit. And minus afraid, I think. If you have afraid marked. I don't think you do. I think you have I have nothing three. Marked. You have three. Okay. So first off, mark potential. And we get these panels of just like spray, whack, spray, <laughs> whack, spray, <laughs> whack. And each one, uh, Reggie's head, she starts just like having these, this just a clear, massive head wound. And eventually it kills her. What? And then she appears, her body just like falls and disappears and she appears behind Arcana and grabs onto her ah! and pulls her back through a wall uh, into the hallway. Oh, snap. This is bad. Okay. That was cool. So, <laughs> Puck, Sokotoa, what are you doing? Um, can I, I want to, so I'm looking around, I'm seeing just utter chaos. Yeah. Um, and Puck is sort of, because like, he, he probably portaled them into the middle of the room. Yeah. Because that's just like, because that's Puck. Goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, he wants, to, I want to try to, um, like reach out and and sort of like con like contact mentally like everyone all at once. Yeah, and just for like a split second, make them forget what they were doing. Okay, and just sort of like um, just to disrupt what's going on. Yeah. Um, and 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 make them pause for a second to hopefully disrupt some of the chaos. Cool. That sounds like unleashing your powers. Yeah, I like that. That's a big unleash. That's cool. Oh, God. Uh, so that's four, six. We're all going to be adult um, heroes. We have team, right? We do have team. We have... Oh, you know what? You actually we just went into combat we've come with together a threat. Yes. A so we're actually going to pause that for a moment. We get, like, you know, the shot of Puck putting his hands to his, his head to start doing this massive thing. And who's the team leader right now? It's probably either... Penance or me? That's what I was gonna say. Okay, because she was kind of leading the combat before, but I brought more people with me. Yeah, my instinct says Puck. Me too. Because Penance is a little busy. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. stuck. Um, I mean, like now, now Reggie Mortis is not on you, but you just saw yourself die a bunch of times. Yeah, so that's I, not great. I'm off my game. <laughs> so because you just entered combat, you get two team bringing us to three. Uh, Puck, do you have influence over every teammate? No, that's no. never gonna happen for a five-player no. game. Um, I have I have influence over everyone but Sage. Okay, so no. Uh, do you all have the same purpose in the fight, Puck? What is your purpose in this fight? Uh, to stop these bad guys from hurting people. Okay. Anybody have an alternate purpose? Is killing the bad guys or like? Well, remember, we don't kill. Is incapacitating these bad guys past the point of repair? The same thing. Is your intention to hurt them or your intention to save people? Save people. Yeah, okay. Right. Then no, it's the same thing. Yeah. All right. So that's a plus one. Uh, does anybody mistrust the leader or the team, including other members of the team? 
Gotta say it out loud. This is an audio medium. You can't hide behind raising your hand. I'm not gonna let that happen. It's okay. You, you're saying you don't trust Puck? No, I'm now I'm thinking about it, and it's just the performer doesn't trust James, Puck, the character. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> because it's being piloted by James, the performer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I love you. I'm so okay. the, please don't hurt you're me. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. So well, my brain is the dead. biggest things here are penance. Are is your anger at Arcana going to be a problem? No. Okay. Arcana, is your anger at penance going to be a problem? I think I've dem- demonstrated already. It's not going to be a problem. Okay. If your team is ill prepared or off balance, remove a team. Oh. I mean, snap. I think kind of half of the team is and half of it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think unfortunately that might qualify. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. But that brings us down to a four. So that's still phenomenal. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're doing good. This is nice. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, what was your role on that? I actually podcast? think I miscounted because I think that was my role, right? You did, I didn't yeah. change that. Yeah. So it's a four plus three. So I have a seven. Oh, you have a seven. Okay. Um, all right. So so I misspoke earlier. So do you want to mark a condition or I'll tell you how it's temporary or uh, unstable? Um, I'll mark a condition. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you are able to just like send a psi blast out. That just makes everybody forget for a moment what they're doing. Yeah. Um, this is this something you've done with the team before? Probably not, because okay. typically, typically Puck has to like I've established that he has to like make physical contact with someone to really yeah. mess with their memories. I think that's not really a thing that's true of the power. That's just a mental thing. Yeah. But as he's like he's he's starting to like he's progressed on his doom like in the mechanically yeah. the character has progressed in their doom track he's sort of experimenting with pushing his powers he's pulling yeah. other powers out of thin air cool um and so he's trying new things yeah so yeah there is a little moment there's just a white panel actually no it's it's a set of panels that show kind of the chaos going on and then a white panel between them and then a final panel that has uh any moment that people were really tied up in fights they're now sort of just blankly looking at each other for a yeah. moment. And I marked guilty for the record. Okay. Because like we had sort of maybe weaseled our way out of coming to this event. And so Puck feels a little like I probably should have gone. And if we had been here, like we could have stopped this a little sooner. Okay. Cool. Just a quick question. Does Puck's uh, brief interlude, whatever you call this, does it affect us as well? No, I would have no. probably. Oh, okay. oh I'm I mean, sorry. Yeah, perfect. Even yeah, better. I would have probably not tried to hit you guys that probably would have been if it was unstable yeah cool okay so yeah so heroes you're okay uh <laughs> i mean you I'll may have just had something puck. horrific happen to you but you're okay 47 minutes we'll be puck's, puck's here now yeah can i take advantage of the the gap i haven't heard anything yet from sokotoa so i'd like to hear that first so um sokotoa immediately notices that there is smoke and or fire okay come out is, is this person yeah. on the stage or Burn, no he's standing he's uh not up on the stage uh he's just kind of like standing in the middle of the convention area um but there is visible there's definitely visible smoke coming off of him and coming off of hermosa vida okay uh she when released by burning man just sort of crumpled on the ground uh and there's a lot of smoke coming off of her she looks bad off and, and he is just normally smoky he's always okay. smoky and yeah so assuming that she's safe for now, yeah. Sokotoa is immediately running towards him. Okay. And he's going to take several snowballs out of the backpack that he has, <laughs> and he's going to destroy this dude okay. with, with snowballs. Awesome. That sounds like directly engaging a threat. And of course, as he does this, he has to yell something, and this time it's going to be Snowkatoa. <laughs> Who brought this guy? He's the worst. <laughs> Uh, so what is for this? a while there was only one die visible <laughs> and it was a one, one. is, is, is he it, plus danger or freak right now uh this is plus danger plus okay. you're directly engaged That's in a threat minus one okay so i'm at six okay uh does anybody have something that they can does anybody want to spend team to do something or we're okay with this can i boost him uh yes you can boost him you've got you have a moment yeah, I, I'm sitting on the floor like dazed, but I see him throwing the the snowballs 
So I just supercharged the snowball so they hit harder and nice. faster. So you're you're super you're supercharging the snowball. Yes. Okay, so yeah, so the snowball it's like going through the air and Penance looks at it and just gives it a little point and it just as it's going starts rolling bigger, just pulling oh, some of the moisture cool. out of the air and just cooling it down. And uh so Burning Man is definitely gonna take that hit. That makes it a seven. Uh so on yep. a seven you pick one Sokotoa. That wasn't a team. That was a burn. That wasn't a team, that was a burn. Yeah. I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Cool. Uh mostly <laughs> That was actually really perfect. <laughs> Mostly by playing it off as if that was entirely my ability. Okay. So now they they think I'm incredibly dangerous. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that snowball just slams into him, and he stumbles back and just trips back over himself. And you can see that there's just a there's all of these sort of welts that the red skin is currently just like black because the heat has gone off of it uh and you can see also just that there's less of sort of the comic book ambient heat coming off of him his body temperature has lowered uh and fuse turns and looks at him and goes fuck we gotta get out of here we can't do it damn it and they turn and start to run and like fuse runs and grabs uh grabs Burning Man's hand and you see also just smoke coming up from the gloves that they're wearing and they appear to be starting to make a retreat as a group. Uh, They've got some of the presents and they've got the lockbox. Let's say Rocketrice has the lockbox and let's say Rocketrice has the lockbox and the Verminister of Fear has some of the presents and stuff and they are running towards the door. Uh, things have clearly gone downhill. However, you're still going to take a hit. So you are actively... So as you're doing that, the Verminister of Fear kind of looks over and just makes a nod. And you're being attacked by all of this vermin. It's starting to just like pile up on you. You can see it forming into a hill on top of you. Uh, do you have Afraid marked? No, I don't. Just mark afraid. Was that the powerful blow? Yeah, that, okay, yeah you that don't was have it. to roll a powerful okay. blow for that. Um, but you're definitely afraid because you're covered in rats. Right. Um, and so they're all starting to beat a retreat. What do you do? Also, they're trying to beat a retreat. Also, Sokotoa is clearly covered in rats. Something that I wanted to do was uh, punch Rockatrice in the face real hard. Oh. If, if Rockatrice is is like dragging the safe. Yeah. Like mine, like Puck wants to stop them from taking the safe. Okay. But if you can like flip me a tracker, I will like punch her very hard and like punch the tracker into her. Well, oh. you can also do separate or we can do separate actions. Yeah. I mean, if you want to punch her anyway, that's fine. I was going to do like a <laughs> underhanded. I, toss. I want them to not leave with the safe. Okay. Okay. I can okay. So, so I'm, let's. I think that sounds like we're handling like two, that separately. Two separate okay. things. Yeah. Um, because if you if you punch her very hard, she might not leave. Okay, uh, that's because fine you too. have super strength. Yes. Yeah. That's so that sounds like you're directly engaging a threat. Yes. Uh, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, so you pick uh, two. Oh, I'm going to resist and avoid their blows, and I'm going to take something from them. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to take the safe. Yeah. Yay! Uh, so we get a panel of Puck just taking, like, four big bounding jumps, landing next to Rocketrice, and just slamming a haymaker into her face. Yeah. Just, uh, hey. Boom. And she goes just, like, flying, tumbling back away from the safe, and, like, knocks over a table and scatters a couple of chairs around. Uh, and when she stands back up, she's definitely sort of wobbly on her feet. She takes a single look at the safe and then just goes, oh, nope, nope, not doing that. And starts to like head towards the side exit. Puck would definitely immediately sit on top of the safe. Perfect. Uh, so you sit down on top of this safe and look down at your hand where you just punched her. And you can see that there's, uh, that there's just, your skin is slowly turning into stone. And it's kind of like spreading out down your fingers and up your arm. And then it just pulls back and 
disappears. Uh, just that little moment of contact mm-hmm. was enough to set off her mutation. Frequency, what are you doing? It was a very fast punch. It was a fast punch. It was it was it was a rabbit punch. Yeah, um, I'm trying to plant some kind of like GPS tracking dot okay. on them as they're leaving. Cool. Uh, that sounds like unleashing your powers. Okay. Which uses freak. Oh man, Quincy. that's a four. Okay. You uh, had no. No, because people have been lowering my freak for the past few sessions. Because oh. <laughs> everyone's like, you belong with us. Um, I can I'll, uh, I can use a team probably to help. I mean, you you could try, try to... I mean, you also may be a little busy. This is yeah, kind of happening fair, a little simultaneously. Um, the other group could decide they want to add to it. Yeah. But it's at four right now? I'm covered in rats. You're covered in rats. Yeah, I you're not helping help. anybody. And you might need some help. I might need some yeah. help. Am I in the same room? No, you're sitting in the hallway uh, where a ghost girl was for a moment staring at you with a blank look on her face. Uh, Actually, you probably still have the drop on her. Okay. So we might handle that in just a moment. Let's head over to Penance and then we'll go to the hallway. So I'm still in the room and I can see him. Yes. So I can... You can also see Sokoto covered in rats. You guys, <laughs> this, I may toss this thing and it may just skitter to the floor right at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that might be okay. I yeah. think the best thing I can do to help you get another shot is I'm going to sh- try to shut the doors and not let them leave. Like just okay. shut the door in their face. Okay. So yeah. So you you throw it. And it just like tink 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 tinks on the ground. It it like it hit some. It hit the back of uh, it hit the back of Burning Man. So- and Sokoto would have made that throw for the record. <laughs> <laughs> it it probably would have clung on if it hit clothes, mm. but it hit Burning, Burning Man, Man. Mm-hmm. and so it just kind of like you know the metal melted a little bit and it dropped on down. And you get to mark potential. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so uh, because you rolled a six minus, though I'm making a move. Uh, so Fuse, seeing that things are heating up, reaches up and pulls back their, uh, their hood. And you can see they've got just blue skin, uh, that looks mostly humanoid, except that it's, uh, kind of translucent. And there's just jolts of electricity going through and... Uh, essentially you can see the electrical impulses inside of their brain and inside of their body. And so the moment that that happens, uh, in like bolts of electricity connect their skin to every light in the entire place and like to electrical outlets and it just bursts electricity out. And so the room is in complete blackness and we get like, a couple of panels showing the people in the room having to move and dodge out of the way. Uh, uh, so Katoa doesn't have to because covered in rats uh, and the rats took the brunt of that one. But the place is plunged into darkness as they come to the door. Penance, what did you say you were doing? Shutting the door. Okay. Uh, that sounds like direct... Nope. That sounds like unleashing your powers. Okay. Yeah, I got an 11. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, you, I, so I assume you're like magically holding the door shut. Yeah, okay. I like slam it in their face. Uh, so yeah, so the doors just like slam shut, and they're uh, we get we get uh, the verminister of fear uh, pulling on the handles, going like, "What the fuck?" And then out in the hallway, we have Arcana, who was face to face with a ghost, who kind of got dazed and confused for a moment from Buck from Puck's blast. Uh, she is ready to run now, but you've got an action. You've got a moment of time that she was not aware. What do you do? Do I have time to assess the situation? Uh, yes. Seven. So that's plus superior. Eight, nine. Okay, cool. So you ask one. Hmm. 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 What here can I use to subdue and incapacitate her? You have some telekinetic powers. Yes. And if you kind of 
just telekinetically hold her, then she's not able to use her immunity to the physical world. Because, like, it's psychic construct versus ectoplasmic existence. And so those are just a little closer to each other than physicality. All right. So, um, And you get a plus one while working with that information. Okay. So I'm going to give her a big old telekinetic hug. Okay. That is uh, unleashing your powers. Nikes. Plus freak? Plus freak? Uh, plus freak, yes. And plus one. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, yeah. So you just bind her. And she, she let's say she like turns and takes like three steps down the hallway and then just uh, goes completely stiff as a board, light as a feather, and falls face down. Swamp. So Arcana, you've got Reggie Mortis. She's handled. Uh, but inside the room... Burning Man is tur- like turns and looks to the four of you and you just see the black turns to red and it becomes brighter and brighter and brighter and the air starts to get just hot in the room. He's pushing himself to just an incredible amount right now and he just like snarls out I'm taking all of you bastards with me. Then I should just, I can remove out Unless okay. you have something you want well, to do. Well, the only thing I could do is just tell him that he needs to cool down and set off the sprinklers. <laughs> so if you can remove him, go for we, it. We've been, we've been using yeah, my I portals like a little bit lax, but also... But you also mark a doom sign, which brings you closer to permanent death every single yeah, time you do it. And I was so. thinking if I could grab him, like tackle him, yeah. and bring him through a portal with me, I could bring him somewhere... Nice. Uh... Not nice. Like out somewhere, like out in the middle of the water. Okay, sure. So I will do that if you're cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Thanks. So we get a we get a panel of you just like charging forward and running and grabbing him. Yeah, and then probably twisting. Yeah, because Puck falls backwards through his portals, (laughs) and that's important that he keeps doing that. (laughs) He never wants to look, so he grabs and twists and falls. And falls backwards through this portal. And because you have someone with you, it takes a little bit longer. And so we get another splash page, because I'm in love with splash pages, that just shows you coming out of the portal and just floating in the purple grandness of reality. Yeah. Uh, Below, there's just tons of different realities and worlds and things. And Burning Man's eyes are just wide. And there's smoke coming off of your off of your costume and it's just like floating in darkness and there is just a voice that comes in vaguely sinister but kind of flowing in and out font that goes Puck I found you (laughs) and then you fall back through another portal and are uh Let's say 50 feet in the air above the water. It's not where you were aiming for. Okay. You were aiming much lower. Yeah. But as you fall, you get a vague sense of a kind of a strand of luck that's dangling off of your ankle and dangling off of the ankle of the Burning Man. Uh, For a moment, you're able to see it in perfect clarity as you see thousands and thousands of realities. For just a second. Yeah. And then you're falling. Protean City Comics is a production of the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network. It is produced and edited by James Malloy. This issue was emceed by Brandon Leon Gambetta, who can be found on Twitter at Dr. Captain Cobalt. Penance is played by Elsbeth Denman, who can be found on Twitter at The Cat on the Wall. Sokotoa is played by Mark Zurich, who can be found on Twitter at underscore Starkey underscore. Frequency is played by Rob Harvey, who can be found on Twitter at rharvey1211. Alina Mars is played by Jessica Benini, who can be found on Twitter at Herlock Holmes. Puck is played by me, James Malloy. 
and I can be found on Twitter at AndTheMeltdowns. The introduction was voiced by Peter DeGilio. All music was composed by Jim Malloy. Masks, A New Generation, is a game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This podcast is created thanks to the financial support of backers at patreon.com slash stophackandroll. Join us at our Discord at discord.stophackandroll.com or follow us on Twitter at Protean City. Subscribe to Protean City Comics on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Join us next Wednesday to find out what thrilling adventures lie ahead.